Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who's on this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Quarterly Live Sports Talk. It is a Tuesday. We are live in the studio. Got Alex Clancy. Cindy Liska uh, in the studio with me, uh, full house, uh, minus Deborah. Uh, Deborah may be on, re- she's on remote, not may she, she's on remote. And we might hear from her in the uh, Sky Harbor Airport. We have a story going on there right now. Breaking I'm, news? I'm breaking news, I'm lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how was you guys' week? It's good. Week so far? It's only Tuesday, but since I've seen you last. You was out of town, Alex. I was. I went and visited my mom in Northern California for her birthday, so it was fun. Not Francis? No. No? No. Not Francis? No, my dad lives in San Diego. Uh, he's smart, man. Smart, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in San Francisco, so that's a win-win. Yeah, it's a little bit south of there, but yeah. It's, it's you drove nice. there? No, no, no. I flew. San Francisco now. San Diego Drive is fine. That's that's You can do that in your sleep. San Francisco's long. That's yeah, a 10-hour she's, drive. Uh, she's Santa Cruz. Yeah, it's still a 12-hour yeah, oh, drive. That's, Dude, you have good hours. places to go home to. I know. And you live in Arizona. I do. Uh-huh. Foolish. Cindy Liska? I'm working on my final for geography. Geomorphology. What is it called? <gasps> it's geomorphology. It's like geography and geology kind of rolled into one. Uh-huh. I think I- I'm going to... I think I'm going to... Uh, Readmit myself to school for a psychology degree, and then get a doctorate in psychology. I'm too smart to be doing what I'm doing. Doctor Lasseter. That sounds about right. Can you imagine him fixing people's heads, Alex? I gotta fix my head first. Right. <laughs> but you could be your that. own project. I am my own project. I'm the <laughs> Lasseter project, the Lasseter experience. <laughs> Quantum Lasseter Sports Talk. You can go to the uh, blog site QuantumLasserSports.com. Uh, you want to talk about some sports, or uh, you can go to What's your thing, Alex? <laughs> At Clancy's Corner At Twitter. At Clancy's Corner. <laughs> At Cindy Liska 38. What do you have for us? I know you got some notes. I got all kinds of stuff. I got Jason Collins. What? I got Tim Tebow. I got... Well, stop right there. Let me ask you guys this. Is this really news? Is Jason Collins coming out news? or is, What's more news to you? Uh, can I finish Tim? Your mouth wide open, Cindy. You like asked you a question. Gotta... I was going to answer it. Okay. <laughs> what's news? Jason Collins or Tim Tebow being released? What's uh, more, what should be more news? Well, because uh, it's it, news now because we're talking about in it. This is, in this instance, it should be Jason Collins. He's the first one that actually came out that's actually an active professional athlete. Uh, it's In our society, it's it's news. Um, he might not play again. He, he might be done. You think so, because he so, came out, you might not play? Because that, that was no, news. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. He's, okay. he's been in the league, he's been in the league f- I don't know, 12 years, 35 years old. He's been a journeyman. I saw him, I saw him play in high school at Harvard Westlake in L.A., uh, him and his brother used to tear it up. I mean, two seven-footers at, at the age of 16, 17. Obviously, would have that effect. Went to Stanford. Uh, they made a run in the t- at, a, uh, at a championship there. Uh, he, he's had a good basketball career from day one. And, and when you're seven feet, and especially a twin, it, you, there's more allure towards you to go to college and be able to play basketball. I wonder if he would have done this three or four years ago. 
if he knows he's going to retire, if this is kind of like a Ray Lewis thing where, hey, I'm going to do steroids right before, do steroids right before I retire so they can't really get me. Cindy, he makes a good point. He, he knows he's about to retire. He's 35. I don't put an age on a guy's ability to play sports. I mean, he still might play. Yeah, he still may play, but, but football is not, basketball is not coming up. There's a lot of other baseballs going on right now. Football's coming on before, uh, basketball restarts. So it, it, it doesn't make any more sense to me than, him coming out now, if he's not on a team, then he's not opening their first one then. There's a lot of hype this last few weeks about 42 and about Jackie Robinson and Jackie Robinson opening doors for people. Um, I kind of saw it as that, but I was listening to Mike Lupico this morning um, and Martina Navratilova, and what Mike said this morning really kind of struck a chord. Who was Mike? Mike Lupica. Yeah, I don't know him. Uh, he's a sports guy. He writes for Sports Illustrated, and he's been doing a lot of stuff. I think he's out of um, New York. On, you guys can write for Sports Illustrated. He, um, but he made a comment that made a lot of sense this morning. Women have been doing it forever. Martina Navratilova came out 30 years ago. Women in sports do it all the time. Um, for a ma- I, it, I, I'll tell you this. Women are braver. He said women are braver. Women are... Women uh, are more emotional. They express their emotions. Men don't express their emotions and their feelings. And if guys can come out, maybe it'll... I mean, if more guys can do what he did, if some... If, even if it is... if Even if he doesn't play anymore, just him doing it, maybe if it opens the doors for other people, I think that would improve their um, ability on the court because when you're living a lie and you're wrestling with all this stuff in your head and you're trying to be somebody you're not... I think it's looked at differently when women do it. It's, it's crazy. Now, it's a it's a... It's a male, let me see, male outlook on it. When women do it, it's okay. It's, it's you know, men, men will watch women porn on before they watch two men porn on, uh, which is crazy. So when it comes, <laughs> that's true. You can't see my eyes rolling, but they are. Well, I'm not, I, I don't watch porn on. It doesn't do, it's just, don't do anything. It's just porn I don't watch it. But yeah, that'll be for the second hour. We can talk about that. Yeah, porno. I think, it, I think porno? it's kind of cool, too, that he's worn number 98. 98, which means what? Uh, 98 was the year that uh, Matthew Shepard was murdered in one of the most what are we talking about? publicized uh, gay, activists? gay hate crimes. He was uh, kidnapped and he was tied to a, a fence in the fields of Wyoming and left there to die. And it was a big well, that's, deal. That's, that's people only. But that was the year his, but that was his number. Well, okay. So him coming out in basketball, hopefully, I mean, if you look at it, the comment I made, if he plays again, he's the first open, actively gay basketball player. If he never plays again, it's just news right now. I asked was, what was news, Tim Tebow getting cut or or him coming out and gay. I don't have a problem with whomever's gay, you're gay. It's, it's your own preference. I don't have a problem with it. Um, and it haven't really hit home. I had, you know, gay people in my family. Um, and I didn't know if I had a problem with it then. It was just I didn't understand it as a youngster. I didn't understand it, but it was, you know, it was what it was. So... I don't. That's somebody's own ignorance. To it's a it's a hate. It becomes a hate crime after a while, and you got a lot of people out there, you know, sticking up for it in the sports world. And then you have um, uh, what's his name, Heinz Ward. He don't he doesn't believe that you know football is ready for an openly gay guy. And I don't have a problem with it. You mentioned Cindy. All the people that came out that were gay. It, it's yeah, it, it shouldn't be news. I guess to your point, it should not be news. It should be, anybody should be able to be who they are without having to come out and announce yeah. who they and are and what that, they that's, are. That's really all fine and good in a, in a fairy tale world, but it is news because people are homophobic and 
to, to your point about to your point about the women coming out, which is you know great that, that they that they started the trend you know twenty thirty years ago with and Chris Everett, Martina Navratilova, and Brittany Griner most recently. Chris mm-hmm. Everett's not he, is she? Oh, well, is she? Uh, uh, okay. Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, but, I mean she's not a sports pro, but she's. And, a, but there was a huge thing. there was a huge uh, upheaval about that too. Now the thing the thing is and. When it comes down to basics, and I'm not—I mean, men are manly, women are feminine. That's that's what that's how the whole thing started before homosexuality even came into play in media and all that stuff. That's how it was supposed to be in theory. That's how our society saw it. So men are manly. Being gay is seen as not manly, which I don't agree with. But the thing is, with with, with especially with professional sports, with professional sports, football most uh, mostly, football is probably so it, physical. It, it, it's a physical. It, it's a man sport. You're a man if you play football. So how can you be gay and be a man at the same time? Yeah. That what a lot of things, and I obviously don't agree with that, but that's how it's going to come out. And two things: one, Jason Collins, if he was in the playoffs right now, I don't think that he, he would have said it yet. And, and that's that's but me. That would have been a distraction. If he would have, it would have been a distraction for the play. Okay. He would have done then, it for respect for his. And team. And number two, I believe this summer before training camp starts, at least one NFL player will come out. Because it'll be there'll be a couple months bubble before well, the season starts. This. You heard let it here first. But yeah. no, well, let me say this. Allegedly, Kerry Rose is gay. Yeah, right. but Allegedly. but there's no there's been no statement. It's all it's all hearsay. It's it's all speculation. It, 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 speculation. Yeah, well, there's video out there. But yeah, well, there's you can it, make there's strong speculation. Yeah, you can make but, what you want but, out of the video. But allegedly, that's what they say. But that I, will be I, the I big one. Know. The NFL, the first gay NFL player to come out, will be the big one. I mean, this is huge. But the NFL, that's going to be another level because does that, it need to be somebody other than Kerry Rhodes at this point, though? No, because but Kerry Rhodes right now is in the forefront. And, that's going to be a duh, though. If it you does. know what, if I can get Kerry Rhodes on the show, because I, I don't, I don't care what sport you play, what job you have. I don't know. I don't even know how close it would hit home to me. I have five boys. I don't know if I found out one of them. I don't know how I react. But it haven't hit that close to home, man. Now I did say I had them growing up in my family, but I don't know. It could be how different it would be if my boys were. But regardless of what, I'm going to love my kids the same. I'm going to love my kids Absolutely. when they become adults. But when, when you got when you got a situation like that, and Alex, you mentioned uh, the, the physicalness of football, how these um, how these guys, um, the football part of it, how they could portray it to be so manly, I, I think they can separate the two. And I know you say you don't agree with it. I don't agree with it either. I think you can separate the two because when you leave work on football, you're supposed to leave work. There, you're not to bring it home. I don't see can... what one has to do with the other. Well, well it's the image. Again, it's the image. It's, it's, an, not, it's, it's a perception. It's, it's, a perception. it's not a fact. Okay, it's a perception. and that, again, that's well and fine in a fairy tale world, but that's not the world we live in. Right. And that I, is I'm not. You on that. that is not the world we live in. And in my opinion, I feel like heterosexual people are the one that are sexualizing this thing. Absolutely. Oh, oh, what if you see this? And what if you see me naked in the locker room? He's going to try and hit on me. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever uh, heard. A gay person, a and homosexual I, person. Don't want to hit on them. Well, they know who's gay and who's not and gay. And I don't know if that's true or not because I'm straight. So I, I don't – and I can't put words in anybody's mouth that has a different orientation than myself. But I feel like in our society with, what, 80, 80, uh, 85 to 90% of people being heterosexual, the sexualization of it will co- it comes from them. You know what happened? I, I, this happened that I really don't agree with, that um, – President Obama had to call him and congratulate him on that. That's not, yeah, no, that, that has that, nothing that, that to do has with. Not, well, yeah, it's not I, a presidential. I, he's got too many other things. Well, to he's deal been with advocating. Right now. He's been advocating it, uh, homosexuality anyway. The, the gay, the marriage, well, legalizing the marriage. Well, yeah, he's been advocate for that, and I don't really think him calling out, giving that guy, he didn't want to. It's not a distraction to him anyway, because he again, at the end of the day, he doesn't play basketball. Right. He's, yeah, but, he's, but why is that? Why is that a bad thing that he called? I, I mean, I, feel I don't like think he had to call. His, 
Business. What do you mean? This whole country is his business. Mm. Everything. Mm. No, everything not. is his business. No, I go back. If, to he can fill, say if he can fill out an NCA bracket, he's got way better. This at, is his business. Let I, me go. <laughs> let me go to um, what Cindy said to get back to what you just mentioned. Perception and fact. It's perceived that this whole country is his business. President Obama is just a face like every other president has been a face. There are people behind the doors. Now we're not going. This is not a political show, but we talk about everything. It's perceived that this whole country is his business. He's a puppet like everybody else has been a puppet. And all politics do and all re religion do is a great vehicle to divide the people. So yeah. I don't think it was important for him to call and, and for it to be news. Now, I'm the president of the United States. That seemed like the only time I want to see you is when I win the championship. Now, yeah. I think he could have called him, but I don't think he had to be news. Yeah, well, it, exactly. so, so that's less important than yep. LeBron James going to the White House. Absolutely. And how? Absolutely. That's what, so that's putting at the sports I don't above. Know if it's less important. It's, it's I'm gonna, He's using it as a platform. He's using it, it, it for his own. It's a selfish. It's not a congratulatory. I, I, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. You're that out of your platform. mind. I don't oh know. my goodness gracious! Well, Alex is going crazy, and I was going to go with him, but I decided that Cindy was right. It's a platform. Kwame Lasso, the sports talk. Out of your mind. Well, you got to blog about it. That's how you get these conversation and shows going. Kwame Lasso, sports talk. We'll be right back. Lots of walk around the world to ease my troubled mind. I left my body lying somewhere in the sands of time. But I watch the world. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Live Sports Talk. We're going to get D fired as soon as we can. Uh, he need to bring. You know, we were talking about hom uh, homosexuality in sports. D, you there? You gotta get some good music, man. I mean, that's Alex. It's second segment, so that's Alex. Alex loves uh, Stevie Wonder. He's superstitious. He's not homophobic, but he's superstitious. Very superstitious. Stevie Wonder. I, I am very superstitious. <laughs> we were talking about uh, Jason Collins. Let's let's move on to Tim Tebow. There's something more important. Possibly. Well, yeah, it got more hits on ESPN.com yesterday than uh, Jason Collins did. I don't follow the hits hit stuff. I'm on Twitter, and I don't even know how many. I don't even know. I, don't, I need to go full full blown 
full-blown hardcore on my uh, search engines. Like Facebook, I don't get on anymore because it's too idiotic. Uh, Twitter, probably. I'm not on uh, what y'all, what's that stuff y'all little kids on? Instagram. Oh, I don't even know how to spell that. Instagram. Yeah, no. It's, uh, what is there was and, a line uh, on two broke girls? Instagrams for people, who, Twitter people who can't read. It's I Instagram. It's yeah, what's two broke girls? It. You, oh, it's a great show. Uh, it's two girls it in a, a cup. Two girls. Oh, Jesus. Cat Denning is that, hilarious. Ne- yeah. Next, next segment. Oh, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, two girls in a cup. Tim Tebow, here's, a, here's an insulting part of it, and I've heard this yesterday on a, a different uh, sports show. Everyone's saying Tim Tebow can't be a quarterback, and obviously he's proven that he can't be a quarterback or that there's no team that really want him as a quarterback, not even the circus that comes with it. Now, his own celebrity and fame uh, could be his downfall. Tim Tebow, for those are prognosticators saying that he should change positions, as an insult to those guys who play that position, because you look at a, a, a Jimmy Graham and you telling him, telling me that a Tim Tebow can go to H backer or yeah. a tight end, yeah. however you want to put him, depending on if you flex him out, he's an H on the line, he's a Y or U, depending on uh, the two, the two tight ends for the listeners, the Y tight end is the passing tight end, the U tight end usually comes in and block. You telling me Tebow can do either one of those? Uh, Twenty years ago, maybe. Yeah. Before, before the tight end position turned into a six nine uh, power forward as a as a you know six five small forward as as a tight end. I no, and and I, I agree with you because it's diminishing all the rest of the roles. Saying you know what, you can't play the best position, so mm-hmm. let's put you at a different position that you might be able to do. And I think that's ridiculous. Because do you know I, that he's not capable though? I, I don't know. No, I, don't. I think no. Tim Tebow. Here's my he's thing on Tim athlete. Tebow. I'm, I'm a Tim Tebow. Fan as as far as who he is as a person, um, and I don't even know him like that. But uh, I think he's an athlete. I think what what Tim Tebow downfall was was the um, the guy who drafted him, who's now back in New England. Um, who was his name, Alex? You know. Okay. <laughs> oh 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 yeah, I know who you're talking about. The guy McDaniel, who, Josh, Josh, uh, McDaniel. Josh McDaniel, the guy who drafted him, who's now in. The, so if I had that much confidence in Tim Tebow and I drafted him in the first round while I was the head coach in Denver. His downfall is Tim Tebow as he got drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. If Tim Tebow gets drafted in the third round, he's playing on the team now mm-hmm. because it costs nobody anything. There's no circus with it. Now you can say he's a third-round pick. And I've said before he even got drafted, he's going to be a bust if he's a first-rounder. If he's a third-rounder, he's going to be the best athlete. He's going to be the best person you want on your team. Yeah, well, I, well, he, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to go some third-rounders. There's some third-rounders. Third uh, Wilson yeah, Russell, that's, that's well, that, been drafted and been successful. Here's the thing is – when you get drafted as an athlete, uh, like normally you're, you know, you're six two, and you have you have a you have a fast sport, uh, fast forty time, you have good hands, you can play cornerback, you can play receiver, you can play, uh, you know, running back, you can you can play V back, you can do anything. Awesome. He's not like that, you he know. He, he's that. not that kind of. He's athlete. not a Randall L. He, yeah, he's he not said. he's not hired as an athlete. He's he hired. He was drafted as a quarterback. So but you need you need to put him somewhere where you can have a chance, even as a backup quarterback, and the circus. That used to come with him is no longer an issue, I don't think. Because if he would have went to Jacksonville instead of the Jets, he would have got a chance there. He would have put people in the he stands, still be there too. and he probably would still be there because they have awful. Blaine Gabbert was one of the worst picks in recent history. So, it, it, going to the Jets, he didn't have a choice, I would assume, because most guys don't have no trade clauses, especially only being in the league for two years. So he goes to the Jets. Mark Sanchez is awful. 
Tim Tebow with that offense, he was never even given a chance. Right. So you can't. So he took a step back. They made him go up to 250 pounds to be, you know, like, like uh, a short backer. yardage. Yeah, like a short he, yardage guy. He was guy. To be a punt, punt protector for their punt team, and that was crazy. He, he had like this stupid percentage in college where on fourth and ones, he was like he had a 96.1 percent uh, uh, completion percentage rating or conversion rating. So he has always had a nose for a first down. He's always had a nose for yardage, and you saw it in Denver. You know, and he is a leader in the locker room. And in, if he's in the league for a few more years, he'll actually be looked at as a leader, if not uh, on the field, you know, off the field with, with morality and, and stuff like, especially the foundation of his spirituality. I think he can lead a franchise in that regard to, his, to, uh, to a lesser level. So there's always going to be a place for him, in my opinion. Uh, in, in the NFL? Yes. I don't think he... Um ever gets a job as an NFL quarterback ever again. Mm-hmm. I don't think he uh, – it's going to be tough for him to find a, a position in there. And I believe Tim Tebow can be an H-backer, but I'm not going to insult the – I'm not going to insult guys who at every position, that is their craft. They, they're not trying to do anything else. You can move a guard to center and you're not missing a beat because he's, in, he's compacted with two tackles outside of him. I don't know if you put Tim Tebow in space and he gets away from anybody. I think you open up the playbook if you got Tim Tebow still on the field – at the H, and you can do a whole lot of gimmicks again, but then we get in some version of a Wildcat again uh, with Tim Tebow, which is going away. The only, th- well, the only reason why the Wildcat is still irrelevant is because you got guys like uh, Tavon Austin, you know, out of West Virginia coming back with who does all kinds of things that yeah. you mentioned mm-hmm. that Tim Tebow can't do. I don't see him ever playing quarterback again uh, because the circus that comes with it. And if Josh McDaniels drafted him and believed in him so much, why don't you bring him to New England, but make him something else? Because you're not going to bring – Tom Brady is not going anywhere. He just re-signed his deal. And even if he didn't, you were not Tom Brady by far. You were not even Tom Brady yeah. left arm. But isn't that him saying he doesn't want to play anything else? Well, yeah. he's going to so have to. Good for him for sticking attitude. to his guns. Yeah, I no, I'm with no the, I think it's the opposite. Good for see, him. I guess I'm if you want to be – mm, he's, he's an athlete to me. He's not going to roll over. He never has. He's always been unconventional. And he's won national championships, and he's broken every quarterback record, some rushing records in college. He's stuck to his guns his whole career. And why say, would he change now? I say in – Because um, he's not good. Two years. Of those college is Mark Sanchez good? He's been a quarterback no. his whole life. Okay, no. so what's the difference? But he has it, a job. It, was, it was supposed to put a fire. Tim Tebow going to the New York Jets was supposed to put a fire under Mark Sanchez. It's not going to happen because <laughs> you mean look at the Jets offense. You drafted guys and you didn't draft anybody to help Mark Sanchez. Now, real quickly back to you know Smith didn't they didn't the Jets? That's not helping Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez nope. is on his way out because they have uh, David Garrard and they have Geno uh, Smith. He, somebody's on their way out. They can't. Cut him. They just gave him so much no, no, money. They're gonna make him play that out. They're yeah. gonna make him play that out. But if Geno shows any signs and they and they are where they were last year, Mark Sanchez is gonna be on the bench, and you're gonna chew up that eight million dollars. Yeah. But and then either, either Garag will come in, unless Geno is the same level as Gerard. So you want to give him that experience? You are gonna put Geno in before David? Right. I mean, you now need- some of those uh, real quickly. You can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to go back to this because I really believe that that. In college at Florida, the Tim Tebow came in when they were already down by the goal line. This is not his last year when I thought, you know, Tim Tebow arguably is one of the best collegiate athletes ever. Yeah, yes. Um, but when he came in and in the top ten, he was he wasn't driving them down the field. It was another quarterback, the guy who did Chris, Chris, Chris Lee. Chris Lee, thank yeah. you. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, 
And then Tim Tebow came in and got all the hype and all the glory. Because when you get in the end zone, that's who they see. Mm -hmm. They forget the guy who drove them down the field. And I just want to say that real quick. But arguably, in my, I think Tim Tebow's best college, one of the best collegiate athletes out there. He is. He, he's. He won. He, I think he went to three national championships in four years. He was a he part. He was a part. He, he was, he was, he was a part, a part of, of the one he against Ohio State when Tegan ran the kickback, and that was mm -hmm. the only points they scored. Fine. He won another one. He lost another one. He has. Just uh, tens of tens of tens of tens of uh, rushing touchdowns. He has throwing touchdowns. Granted, maybe he was a victim of he was a, a product of the system, which is fine. But now in the NFL, the spread offense is where things are moving because you have faster quarterbacks. Yeah, but you know you what? have smarter quarterbacks coming out of college that are dual threats. And oh, okay, and, and, I'm and, glad you said that because Tim Tebow, and this is this is his weakness. Tim Tebow is an athlete. I, if I had a semi-pro team, he'd be my. He'll be, he'll be my quarterback. He's a good athlete. He's yeah. not a great athlete. But the quarterback he's, he's today, an Adonis. The quarterback today. I mean, he's, if you watched him play, in, I, my son went to Florida State. I am a Florida football fan in general. Um, if you watch him play in college, he was good. He finds a way to win. He does things. He does it well. Look at his numbers. His numbers great. stink. But well, his numbers his, stink in Florida? No, that, he not broke Florida, so many not records. Florida, yeah. So that's what we're talking about. And when we talk about that 8-5 and five starting record when he was in Denver, Quarterbacks get so much of the glory and so much of the blame, but don't forget when they score a touchdown, you you can only see, you don't see the defense, you see the person they scored on. That defense in uh, Denver was pretty good. Mm -hmm. They was in the top three when Tim Tebow was doing it, so mm -hmm. he had plenty of opportunities uh, past the fifty yard line to score. All you gotta do is make two first downs, you get a field goal. Right. I mean, look at Trent Dilfer. I mean, if they didn't have that defense, he wouldn't have a Super Bowl ring. And uh, absolutely. I, and I think that's yeah. where the, I think that's where the Jets are going. They're going back to their roots of. Smash mouth defense and a facilitator as a quarterback, as somebody that doesn't make mistakes. That's what they need to get back to because the Jets have never won pretty. There's no time to. There's no time right now. We're still talking about Tim Tebow. There's no time to really groom him as a quarterback. Uh, right. You mentioned not in that system. Not not in any system. No, not in any system. Not in the NFL. And he can't go to Canada because that field is wider. He can't make an outside throw. Well, if he can't make an outside throw in the in the CFL, then he can't be a quarterback. So why not go to the CFL and try to learn the logistics of how to how to make a long it's out, a, it's a how to throw game. a long out? It's a different game. Yeah. It's, oh, a, it's I understand. totally a different game. I understand, but what are you going to go to Arena Football League? He'd be great at that. He would be great. But you know what? He's got Why would he be great at that and not? Because it's, it's so compact. Short, yeah. It's right now. It's right now. But he has zero. He has zero ability to get the ball out fast. Oh, in so arena I, football, you throwing up to those guys are so quick. You throwing that ball up. So and so going far, to you've guys said you've said he can't throw long. He can't, he can't throw, throw quick. Long. He can't do this. So and why? So why are you so supportive of him? You've just knocked everything. I'm, his because there are very few people like him in the NFL. And what I mean by that is he is. He's a tabula rasa all the time. He never lets he never lets his emotions get the better of him. He's always trying to make his team better with whatever respects he can, without with without being belittled as a man, as as an athlete that the Jets were trying to do to him. Denver, he got the keys to the castle and they beat Pittsburgh in a playoff game. Okay, I'm just Pittsburgh, saying, and I understand. Throw the ball, I understand so they, it was a premonition. Yeah, mm -hmm. I understand, and that was Troy Palomalu's probably worst defensive play in his career yeah. when, when he bit on Demarius Thomas. Mm -hmm. So. The thing with Tebow is he will get a job. He will 100% get a job. If he doesn't see the field again, okay, maybe that's a possibility. But he will get a job. It's not going to be in New England because Ryan Mallett is the next big thing, in my opinion. After, the kid out of if, Arkansas if, if he that's go, behind if Tom he can, Brady. If he can sit like Aaron Rodgers did for behind. If they can keep him. Yeah, before I think it, they can. Well, if they because you know Bill Belichick loves his draft picks. So he might get a second and third rounder for Ryan for Mallett. Yeah. yeah. So if they keep him. 
We'll see. But I think Tim Tebow is going to get another job just because of the person that he is and because the circus is kind of diminished at this point. Three things. Bill Belichick is going too far giving up his first-round draft picks. I know he don't need them. He's built that way. He's have a proven system. Uh, but at some point, it's time to get back to the Super Bowl. You have that team. When we talk about uh, when the season starts, we, we always throw the Patriots in a favorite to win. Well, they're always in the top five to win because of Belichick. Now, another thing, Tim Tebow is, is not a dual threat. We, we, we're looking at uh, quarterbacks now who can come out running and passing the football. We looked at RG3. We looked at uh, – and we, I even go back to Randall L., but he's not going to mm -hmm. be a quarterback. He's made a successful position for himself being able to do other things. He returned um, kicks, too. He returned kicks. Thing. Um, so, so, no, I don't think he's uh, ever – Tim Tebow will ever see the field again. I think he's um, – if he gets his job, it would be, be a buddy system. It would be a friendship. I'm picking you up to do this. He's, That's how most people get their jobs. Mo most times. Most times. <laughs> most times. But Tim Tebow is not – he's not going to be that guy anymore. Now, you say he doesn't let his emotions get the best of him. That's what he does. That's why it was a Tebow mania. That's mm -hmm. emotional. That was media. That's that emotional. Was media. That's, it, it was medium, but it's emotional. Anytime you show emotion, if I come down and do that, that's showing emotional. Yeah, but that's not. He did it every time. But it's not. It, it, every time he the made better. a great play, he, he jumped up and celebrated. Every time he made a bad play, he, he, he did. That's emotional. Honestly, you cannot play any sport and not have emotion. It's just how well you can control it. And, and, and that's the conversation about Tim Tebow. But he is an emotional guy. Because yeah. he goes on one knee. And and go to Tim that's Tebow. for him. That's not for anybody else. That's for everybody. No, I don't think so. It's for I him. That's for him because it's it's his religion. It, yeah, right. It's for him. And, but, and that's if there's a religion. But, but that's the, but the comment. But the the topic is the subject is that he doesn't show his emotion. I think he does. Show no, it, it, he doesn't let it get. And when he it, goes down on Wendy and puts his hand, up, that's, that's a visible. But that's a visible. You can have your religion, but you don't have to do it visibly. To once he started doing it, he did it once, and everybody went nuts. And so he continued to do it. No, okay. He here's the thing. He did here's the thing. Well, you, here's the thing. We, we'll come back to that, and you can you can open up the third segment just on that. It. But he didn't just do it once. Come last sports talk. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Now some of you might still be in that place If you're trying to get out Just follow me Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. This is the uh, Formula Sports Talk. You know, I, t- I talk fast. You know that? Y'all never noticed that? Oh, no, we have. Okay, no, you haven't. Um, I asked the question, then I answered, huh? Mm-hmm. Now, I do talk fast. I don't know, it's a Virginia thing. Fast, and then regardless of how long I've been in. Uh, are you laughing, Cindy? Always. My accent would never leave. Never. And it's a Virginia Southern thing. If you want to call Virginia the South these days, isn't the South supposed to be a slower talking? Uh, we, I don't know. I don't know. I don't never. You the one doing all this geography and all this stuff. You know the area of different places. I don't know. I'm doing the Grand Canyon right now and how it was formed. What? A, and you getting the grade for that? Uh, yeah, my final grade. I, I'm gonna create me a car. I'm, I'm building a school. Right now, I'm building a school for kids. <laughs> That's even scarier than the doctor. I'm not going to be running the school. <laughs> I'm just going to be part of building the school. Okay. So through the Quantum Lasseter Foundation, anybody want to help out, uh, you can donate. Go to my page and donate. Uh, all the proceeds go to this, this Quantum Lasseter School of Thought. Hey, we were talking <laughs> about we were talking about Tim Tebow. We wanted to get into some other stuff. You were saying something about single to Meyer. I've been asked this question a couple of times. I, I probably won't do it. I don't drink anymore. And I don't miss it, but single Meyer's not. I'm doing air quotes. All about drinking. Yeah, don't get your old rules. No, I still got alcohol. It still has alcohol alcohol in it. it. What, like point zero one percent? It's still Still alcohol. alcohol. Because if I need a heart, I'm not gonna get a heart. You still have to card people. When I worked as a waitress, you had to card people for the old rules because it has alcohol in it. Well, everything has vinegar has alcohol in it. Nobody ordered a shot of vinegar at my. (laughs) It's good. It's good. Uh, Yeah, no single de Mayo. uh, Fiesta Frontism at Rock Bar in Old Town Scottsdale, Fifth Ave, and North Craftsman Court, one to five. Howard to Midnight's playing five to ten dollar suggested donation. We're gonna have a raffle, fifty fifty raffle. I didn't even know what this was where you buy raffle tickets and the pot at the end of the day with the money. Uh, half well, of it, half of it goes to I. I didn't. They I had never seen them. You know what? I, I, I they love do that, that at every. No, oh, that's great. So you can win some money. You can come out. Great drink specials. Alex and Brian over there have done a great job. I, I and love if you're 50 right, 50. if you do it the right way, the person who wins donates it back to the charity. That ain't the right way by me because if I win, I'm not donating anything back. Yeah, I donate it by being part of the bigger part. But you know what? A lot of guys do that and they put pressure. And the pressure comes from when when you do win, people say donate it back. They get in their little chance. It depends on how much at it our, is. At our NFL alumni. Somebody um, donated back. They donated back. They donated a percentage of it back, Half which was it. fine. Yeah, at least you, as long as you get your money back. And I, I think 50-50 is great. That's a great way to – it's a fun – it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And we have a silent auction, too. Uh, we have a Dan Marley signed ball. I believe it's Scott Williams signed ball. Donovan McNabb signed ball. Uh, and a four-pack – or a three-pack of uh, Diamondbacks uh, box seats with parking passes. So is this going to be some good autism? Yeah. Okay, good stuff. That's yeah. cricket. Barrientos. Yeah. I you, did it for you. No, I was going to get it out. Oh, you were? Yeah, you want to let me. You want to talk for me. It would have sounded like you did, but he would have tried it. I was going to I know cricket's last name. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so yeah, it's going to be good. Anyway, yeah, cricket and you guys are doing a good job with sounds of autism. It's just unfortunately some people get into different foundations for the wrong reasons, and it's only for their personal gain. So you got to watch who you bring into your foundation because there's a lot of nonsense going out there, Cindy. It looked like you had something to say. I was going to agree with you, though, on that. But you was pointing the pen at me like you had. You want to jump in, like a double-dutching. Yeah, you just got to wait for your time. 
All right. To jump in, you know. Let me say congratulations to a few of the guys I worked out um, for the NFL draft. Desmond Trufant, first round to Atlanta. Leon Edwards, third round to Cleveland. Uh, Will Davis went somewhere. Sanders Cummins went to Kansas City. And DJ went to somewhere else. Yeah. Wow. Good. I had a, the only person who didn't get drafted uh, of those guys was the uh, junior, and he was the one had an entourage. He didn't have an entourage. He had an assistant. I'm like, what are you doing with assistant anyway? I worked these guys out of API. A bunch of good guys. They had a lot of confidence, and I thought the guy who I thought they got drafted in the right order. Maybe yeah, in the right order. Leon went second, but I thought he went in the third round, but I thought he would go higher than that. But Desmond Trufant was projected as a first round. He went first round. They actually traded up to get him. Atlanta Falcons traded up to get this guy in the second, in the first round, twenty second pick, something like that. Uh, so congratulations, them guys. They now understand it's about to be business. Before we leave the draft, I'd like to say uh, give props out to EJ Manuel too, because I was talking about him all Florida season, State. and y'all were ignoring me when I talked about EJ Manuel. At no, Florida he wasn't. State. Let's go. No, let's, let's go back to the tape. And on he's that. the first one <laughs> to get drafted. Yeah, yeah. First, well, quarter, first quarterback. Y'all were talking about Geno Smith, and I kept pulling G- on Geno Smith. Was a uh, you know what? I don't do enough draft research. I go off of what I what I read. I don't go instinctively like I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna depict the draft like who should go first. I don't do the Mel, the uh, Mel Kuyper and uh, Mache. I don't do that stuff. I just, just from knowing the sport, knowing the guys, and we watch them all year, I thought Geno Smith was the better quarterback. When you look at Geno, Geno and you look at how much he's throwing the ball, if he doesn't have Tavon Austin, yeah. it's, he's a, he's looks like he's looked to be an average quarterback because Tavon is a guy that we talked about, the things that Tim Tebow can do. You can throw a one-yard route to this guy. He can take it the distance. He's so quick and fast. Yeah. Uh, has some football knowledge once he gets the ball. He's a guy who's used to having the football in his hand. And Geno did a lot of short routes. when he th- I mean, he could throw deep. We've seen that. We've seen it under um, in his workouts. But I like to see it more under the rest when he's in and when he's when he's back there in the game and have to make those throws. Yeah. Emmanuel, I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. He's been, he's been the starter since he was a freshman. So he can play. What he's a six-five guy. Yeah, I mean, but every big game they played, they lost. So it's interesting. Every time they got towards number one, they lost. So I mean, you can definitely say something about that. You uh, can. And so I mean, and we'll see. I mean, college is college is college. All you're doing is auditioning for and, and uh, harnessing your craft for you know three or four years that you're there, and now it's now it's the big time. I mean, I think you can say the same thing about Landry Jones in Oklahoma when he had Ryan Broyles there yeah. for three years. I thought Landry Jones was a first-rounder. Yeah, so did I, and, and yeah. nobody's talked about him, and yeah. I think Pittsburgh's a perfect spot for him. Yeah. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger was somewhat highly touted coming out of Miami of Ohio, but he wasn't, he wasn't like the number one guy overall. So it'll be interesting. Landry Jones might fit that system really well. He's a really heady quarterback. He's got a good arm, got you know, pretty good mobility. And everybody's not, you know, when you go in the first round, you're not meant to start right away. It's just so much, so microwavable now that when you come into the league as a first rounder, you should be playing right now. You look at a, you look at a, I go back to Aaron Rodgers. He was a first rounder. He he couldn't play right now because you had guys in front of him. But if you got an opportunity to keep those guys, as we mentioned earlier, and, and let them grow under the guys who you believe is your starter for the next three or four years, mm-hmm. you never miss a beat. You never have to draft somebody. You just got to take care of them financially because there are other places they can go sure. and teams that want them. Yeah, I, I don't understand why Arizona didn't draft. I mean, Stephon Taylor. A quarterback? Well, no, a running back. Stephon Taylor in the later rounds was a great pick out of Stanford. He, he's, he might be a dark horse in this draft. You know, they run a pro-style offense there. I don't understand why you wouldn't go after Eddie Lacy. 
at some point. You you got your offensive lineman. The Cardinals? Yeah. I think Lacey, you, need, I, you need something. You need some sort of offensive anchor like a Trent Richardson that, that Cleveland had. You need something that you can go to if you need a couple yards. And, and oh, Arizona doesn't yeah. have anything. They don't have anybody. What do you got the guy from Pittsburgh? The Mendenhall, Mendenhall is 86 Hall, years old. He's coming off a knee surgery. He hasn't been relevant in four years. Don't be nice to the guy. He's trying. He had, didn't I, he I have understand. concussions or something you know, in you Pittsburgh? You can't come to Cardinals to try, though, anymore. Cardinals need somebody that's going to actually do. Right away. Yeah, I mean, right and listen, William Powell's going to get his shot. He had a great preseason last year. He had some flashes last year. I guess the Fitzgerald's kind of happy now. He think he has a quarterback now, but we'll see. We'll see. You can have a, you've had a quarterback before, but you never had an offensive line, so you have to fix that offensive line. I'm not, I, you know, I thought the quarterback. I mean, the running back situation. Who was the guy from Michigan State? The running back from Michigan State. I thought they would get him. Uh, was Leroy something? But I thought they would get a running back that they can have for four years or more. And I think Stephon Taylor could be that guy, honestly. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And look at Green Bay. They drafted Eddie Lacy and Jonathan Franklin. But they needed a running game. Two of the game. top. Yeah, and they have, so they have the Thunder and Lightning again. And then they make Aaron Rodgers the highest-paid quarterback ever. This yeah, guy. that was an insane contract. Insane is right because I don't know who you are, have to be. I don't know. It's this crazy. He's about to make this year $40 million yeah, this year. That's what Drew Brees got when he when he got his max deal. I think he got sixty the first year, forty million dollars. That's that's a lifetime. I was talking to Rob Wilson. I don't mean to drop names, but pick uh, that name up. Yeah, but no, we were for two weeks. We were talking about uh, this deal, forty million dollars. He said that's the most. That's just as much as I made in my whole career. He played seventeen years in the National Football League. This guy guy Aaron Rodgers has at least five more years as a starting quarterback. And he's making forty this year, and that contract is a five-year one ten. One ten. Don't you think in four years they're gonna rip that up and say we'll do a three-year deal? If if, they if will, he's still put, if, if they still won a Super Bowl by then, then yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that'll yeah. that'll definitely. Uh, well, if they want a Super Bowl, it. that'd be three years. They rip that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and we'll see what the thing with Flacco. I mean, they'll restructure it probably after three or four years or two or three years if they don't get close. That's a that's a ten-year deal. Flacco? Yeah, what was it? No, it was six years. It's a six-year deal. They ripped that in for three years. Yeah. Depends on how his depends on if he's still that postseason guy. Depends on what, how well these guys do in the. Uh, Especially because how tough that division is now. Because Cleveland's coming up. Since Cleveland's going to be the team. That's the team. Cleveland and what you say, Cleveland, yeah, Cincinnati, and Cincinnati. Yeah, Pittsburgh is. Cleveland still Pittsburgh. and Cincinnati is the team I want to watch this year. A little more, put more magnifier on those on those two teams. Because I want Cleveland and Pittsburgh to be that what it used to be. Yeah, see what Ray Orton can do over there. I think it'd be all right. I think that's who, the who else did they bring in? Who else did Cleveland bring in? They bought in um the um I can't think North Turner. Oh, that's right, North Turner. Go. So that's go. why Take I want to watch him. him. Yeah. Well, no, Get him out. Well, he's going to be great as an yeah, offensive coordinator, but yeah. as a head coach, he has his hands on everything, and, and it happens because you want to oversee it. If you go down, I want to go down with my hands on. I don't want to go down trusting everybody else. But Marty Schottenheim, in my opinion, was not a good coach. He was a great guy who putting people around him. That's the anniversary for the hundredth time that he says that. He said that. <laughs> well, let's go to 101 next week. 101. I heard the fireworks going off in the past. Yeah. yeah, but North Turner, do you think it's going to be an issue because they're a run-first offense right now because Brandon Whedon is still kind of new in the league. Trent Richardson's going to be an upper echelon back if he stays healthy. Do you think that'll be a problem, that you have a run-first offense with North Turner who likes to wheel and deal? No, that's good because they got Ray Orton as a defensive coordinator who's going to give them plenty of opportunities. We watched the Arizona Cardinals and Ray Orton, and those guys played defense he well. He got everything out of that defense. He got everything out of them, and, and, and winning-wise. In my opinion, Ray Orton would be a head coach if he cut those braids. 
he'd be a head coach somewhere. <laughs> and he's a 40-something-year-old man with braids in his hair, and you want to interview for my job. I personally won't even – I'm like, you know what? No. No, you're not – in this world, we talk about guys can come out and be gay, uh, and you should be able to be whoever you want to be. I don't think the braids does it for me. The braids don't do it for me. I, I'd rather you cut your braids and be gay than <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, save yeah. that clip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, it's just it's just it's to me. I mean, you can be whomever you want to. That doesn't have anything to do with how how well of a genius he is. And I think he's a genius at the defensive coordinator. Uh, but you know, it's a business. It's a multi-billion-dollar business. And at the face of my team. I don't know. Let me reserve, ju- like let me, let me reserve judgment on that play. because I don't know. I, I, I could be a hypocrite saying that because I'm like, if you, I'm one of the guys that say F off. I don't care. Do you think that uh, Teron Matthew was a good draft pick? Yeah, because they got him in the seventh round. Yeah. So like, he's like a free agent. You no, say they second? got him before that. His seventh round. I thought it was seventh rounder. For the, to the Cardinals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the seventh round. I've, I've, what about Teo going in the second round? Teo. Did that you know, surprise? I, I'm not surprised by that. And Third. the Chargers traded up for him. I think Arizona was going to take him. The Chargers traded up for him. Yeah. They made him feel wanted. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think about when it's time to re-up. He said, look, y'all, he, he could think this. Y'all reached out and got me in, in the second round. So. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. And, and being a San Diego Charger, you know about the, uh, you know, oh, number 69 he got drafted up. Um, Tail. No, no, Teron Matthew. So, um, with with the Chargers, and this has always kind of been a, a downside to that is it's a very, very easy go lucky town with with not a lot of pressure on sports teams to perform with with, with you know with fans and whatnot because they'll still fill that stadium. I think with Manti Teo, with going into that environment, it'll be easier for him in the locker room to just. I think it'll be an easier thing as if he were to get drafted by Pittsburgh or Minnesota. Or you know teams like that, Baltimore, where I, I feel like it, there'd be more pressure with with about the whole fake girlfriend thing. I think San Diego was a good spot for him, and then succeeding uh, Junior Seau after all the stuff that happened with him. I think it could be a you great story. I said the best team he could go to was the Oakland Raiders or the San Diego Chargers. Maybe San Francisco, but they didn't need him. San Francisco has a stout defense and, yeah. and linebacker core, yeah. uh, to say the least. But he won't even get on the field. You no, know, he won't. He won't get on the field for another two years. Yeah. Somebody, somebody has to be hurt seriously. Yeah. But I thought the Oakland Raiders was going to be perfect for him, perfect. And I'm going off of you know race and everything. Uh, and I thought San Diego would be perfect for him with a whole lot of things. The junior say, uh, uh, needing the linebacker. Now. Manti Teo's only going to be good if they're in a three. And if they're in a four or three, mm-hmm. he in the three four, he's going to get exposed. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to get exposed. But if, if he's in the four three, and and you have a defense lineman who can hold a jump through, he's going to be who he was in Notre Dame, and not that last game in the national championship. He's going to be everything you thought he was before that game. Yeah, and a little side note: Why would the Chargers get rid of Sean Phillips? Ooh, good question. Because the Chargers because he went don't want to pay him. He went to Denver. I mean, it's. It, he did the right thing. Go to Denver and abuse the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, absolutely. And he goes, I think his, he was quoted as saying, I'm on the good side now. Mm-hmm. I'm on the good team now. Well, I, you know what? I was that True. guy, too. I was that guy, too. You get you get just so caught up in being frustrated because you see everything happening around you. You see, uh, I was with the Cardinals, and I'm trying to you franchise me, but you don't want to sign me to a long-term deal. Uh, after a while, it takes its toll. The frustration part of it takes its toll. And I'm like, you're signing all these guys who got DUIs, who's beating their wives and doing all this craziness, and you bring in a guy and uh, Dwayne Starks and give him five years, $25 million. The guy can't even play. Or oh, he's not. he could play, but he's not on the field. And you want me to teach this guy defense? Well, you pay people to teach somebody something. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And that was not my problem, the guys they brought in. It's the problem that, like, what kind of problems or issues you had. So when you talk about Phillips, he probably got caught up in the emotional part of it that I'm on the good side now. You was on the good side in Philadelphia, in um, San Diego. Who do you think you became that guy? Where do you think you became that guy? You was in San Diego making all those sacks and having fun. I remember he was on the team when I was there. So he's having a, a great career, in my opinion. You're on the good side now because Peyton Manning there, Tim Tebow was there. He would not say that. He probably wouldn't have went there. He wouldn't have went there. He wouldn't have went there. And, that, and that's a new thing with guys who are who are fed up with the team that release them or they want to restructure their deal. They go in com- They go in division. They stay yeah. In con- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's just the thing now. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're going to always be as long as you play. Look at James Harrison goes to Cincinnati. To it's play like, again. screw you, Pittsburgh. I'll play, I'll play you twice a year. Yeah, and I, and a I, younger, faster. Yep. Younger, he, faster team. Cincinnati for two years. Woo! And if he play, if he play that two years out, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. No baseball, Cindy? Oh, we're just about out of time. <laughs> um, no, we haven't even talked, though, about how the Lakers got swept. No, but there's nothing to talk about. I knew they was going to get swept. They shouldn't even been in the playoffs. They shouldn't. They should have gave that spot to Utah. But, well, they, they... I wanted to hear Alex defend now, because you know he's going to have excuses. Why would I... No, I, what I've happened? always... Okay, no, what happened, I've, Alex? What happened in that uh, series? I've always prided myself on the fact of being a fan, but not a blinded fan about what's really happening. They got beat somewhat by... Somewhat you blinded. No, somewhat you blinded. No, I know you... I know you... What I said was that the Lakers would make the playoffs, and then this was the best matchup against any other team in the playoffs the that the Lakers could have played. Absolutely. Uh-uh, Just that's... because in the first two or three games, they were in it towards the middle end of the third quarter, and then Manu Ginobili went off in game one. And then they just ran him out of the gym in game two. That's just and my, then everybody that's gave my up. point. That's yeah. my point. You going against a guy? You going against a team that nuclear stays together? And, and the coaching is awful. Now those guys, who Mike D'Antoni's awful. Oh, well, those guys um, in San Antonio, they are playing hurt. Also, you have an ankle injury with Parker Manjanobly coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. He's still hurt. You have a. You talk about Kobe Bryant beating uh, Father Time. We'll look no, at Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is beating yeah, all the time. Yeah, I think Greg Popovich has a lot to do with that, with, with he, how he's, how he's managed he managed, his role. Yeah, he managed his, his time. Minutes. I mean, another thing is San Antonio has been together. So th- there were there was a lot stacked up against the Lakers. Dwight Howard lost his mind. You know if what? I, I'm going to get Donovan on this. And, and, and here's the thing is good things will come of this from the Laker franchise, in my opinion. I think Chris Paul, if he loses that, if he gets out of the – if they lose to Memphis in the first round, you think Chris Paul don't, even, LA? Don't, don't think that it's not a possibility. LeBron coming to L.A., as I said last uh, week, is not a possibility. I'm sorry that it would upset you. I just think you're – it's like the Yankees. The Yankees used to be the team to be on in baseball. But they used to be, they pay for that time. Yeah, but yeah, nobody but wants to go there's there. There's one major does, difference. There's no the, reason why anybody would want one, to go. Why it's the history. What, the Lakers? Not, you don't yeah, know anything about history? I'm not. the history I, I, channel because the Lakers fans are living in the past if you think it's history. Oh, really? Oh, did they not win three years ago? And five years ago? No, you're out of your mind. There's no reason why anyone should – why does L.A. have to have – the champion. There's other I'm teams. Sorry Miami, you find, can, I'm sorry you find it out it's Miami. unfair. LeBron James will it's be gone unfair. after next year. Cindy, you say what? LeBron will be gone after next oh, year. Oh, I'm going to get to that. Cindy, you saying what? They should. Oh, I'm sorry that the Lakers are always good. I Dang not, it. They're not always good. They have He's missed a the playoffs fan, twice. So gotta, I know. That's why I said. But they're not always good. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Cindy, you say what are you saying about the Lakers? Um, I just think that LeBron can do it in Miami just as well. There's he's no reason why to. anyone would I, – I, I don't understand why you would feel like there's a need to make L.A. the championship city. Because that's – Wait a minute, Alex. Alex, you saying LeBron anywhere. will just skip over New York, Boston – I mean, Brooklyn and uh, – I'm not saying it was – uh, No, I'm not saying that he's 100% going to come to L.A. I'm saying you, that it'll you, definitely there be is the more, process. There is more media. You don't have to – here's what he's saying, Sydney. Well, here's what I think he's saying. 
you want to be a champion, you want to go down to history, which LeBron has already done. He's already down mm-hmm. in history. That you have to be in L.A. LeBron will have three. When he leave Miami, he should have three championships. Yeah. He should have. Now, this is the same guy who was in Cleveland who took him to the finals mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, so did Dwight you, Howard. Yeah. Dwight Howard. In Dwight Orlando. Howard. Anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so you don't need to. So he doesn't need to go to L.A. to to solidify his career, his his mark in history. There's more media in New York than there is in L.A. Right, but it, it's not a need. It's a want. Well, it's that's that's any that's us. That's us three ask in him here right who now. Is, ask him who his favorite player growing up was. He'll say Magic Johnson. What team did he play for? The Lakers. The Lakers and the Celtics are the that only two. My favorite player, my favorite player was Tony Dorsett um, and Ronnie Lott. I never went there, and I had a chance. I was a free agent twice. I didn't want to go there because of those reasons. Now, okay. I don't, I'm not in LeBron. I'm not a fan like you looking out, outside looking in. I don't just see – I didn't see him leaving – well, I did see him leaving Cleveland because they never got got him any help. Not once when those drafts come, came up, and he was frustrated. He should have left a year before he did leave because he took off his shirt and he, his jersey and was just frustrated. We knew he was gone. He comes back, they give him no help. I don't see this guy needing to solidify his career by being in L.A. And Kobe is going to be gone, so uh, he goes to L.A. in two to three years. He goes well, two years. His contract will be up, right? What is he going to play? Four years in LA and it's, it's over? Yeah, well, he's 26. He could play seven years in LA. Now, going to your point and about. Be the, and be the guy? And, and be yeah. The, and for going, seven years? Yeah, and going back to your point about the Yankees, there's no salary cap in baseball, so you can buy players. That's like soccer. Well, that's what the Yankees that's, did. That's like, that, that wasn't my point whatsoever. <laughs> it used to be, it has nothing to do with the money portion of it. It Y'all has to do with the fact that everyone used to say, oh, well, in order to have made it or whatever, you, were, you had to have worn the pinstripes. Or now you're saying well, in order shoot. to Boston make it, you have what to did be I say a Laker. Make it? I in never, order I didn't to be on a winning it. team and be a part about? of history, but right. uh, there history, are only you have to be a Laker. name one other dynasty in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball over the, the, that's 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 beat the, the the test of time. Besides the Yankees, the Dodgers, one. What about the, the Dodgers? Dodgers? How the many Dodgers? how many World Series do the Yankees have in comparison to everybody else? Nobody. I agree with this. Okay, yeah, the Yankees. Are, well, it's the, championships. It's not good teams. The Bulls had a blip they, of a dynasty for seven years. That's not a blimp. That's a it real, was a blimp. That's a real that last They were awful before Jordan got there. They're awful after Jordan left. It was just one player that changed everything for a decade. Do you see the Bulls? The you, you see the Bulls competing in the next three years? Competing? No. For a championship? No, not I with, don't. Not with no, the, they're look a what B- they, minus team. Look with what they are doing now without their star. Mm-hmm. If they win a series, nobody's going to remember who wins the first round series. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember this because they're doing it without their roles. What's his name? Joe Joe Noah. What is it? Joe Noah. Don't ever let that airtime go silent again. I was going to try and say Yoko Ono for a second because that's what it sounded like. Noah. He's playing on one leg. One yeah, leg. Okay. He's playing on one leg. I'm talking about seriously one leg. He's he's probably having taken shots in his foot, which is dangerous in his right to be doing so. Isaiah Thomas broke his ankle against the Lakers right. in a, in a breakout game. Uh, broke his ankle and played 48 minutes. And you remember that? That's, yeah. Okay. That and was in they a championship game. And they go, well, you don't have to always play in championship. I know plenty of people don't play in championship games because they hurt. Exactly. But you remember that so game, if LeBron, right? So say LeBron's a two and he never wins again. He will not go down as the best player ever or a top three player I ever. I didn't say that. It's all about championships, and you win championships in L.A. He's That's not going to L.A. Because I think he can go. I think he can hook up with a uh, a guy in New York. I think he can hook up in uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. If I'm Brooklyn's going, going to be gone. Darren Williams is gone no, next year. Well, wherever he goes, then that's where LeBron goes. Maybe. We got You got anything, Cindy? Before we get out of here, we got to go. Um, that was 
I just wanted to start that fire. And Marsha and Pete. Oh, it was Brady. just a ridiculous argument. <laughs> no, you got your point across because you yelled right over her. So that's I guess the one who's I, the loudest is the the winner. Yeah, <laughs> and scene. Kwamlaza <laughs> <laughs> Sports Talk. We'll be back next week. Check out the uh, Twitter pages, KwamlazaSports.com. Cindy Liska be on Facebook. What else you on? Twitter, 30, Cindy Liska thirty eight. And Alice Clancy, uh, Clancy Corner, uh, Clancy uh, the Twitter. What is it again? I'm going to remember. Clancy's it. Corner. That's what I said. Clancy Corner, Twitter.com. <laughs> All right, D, thanks, man. By the time you play some real music, come last sports talk. We'll see you next week. I just knew too much. Does that make me crazy? Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.